Hello everyone, Squee here, and welcome back to Curse of the Crimson Throne. I know, I know, it's been a very, very long time, like months, and I'm sure you've been wondering, did they, like, all die in a superglue accident? And that's, that's, that's possible, but no, no, we're all still here, and we've all still been, uh, playing Curse of the Crimson Throne. Uh, I just haven't been able to edit it. So, here's the thing. <clears throat> The past episodes um, have been highly edited, and that has taken an enormous amount of time to do. And uh, I, I, I just don't have the time to do it. Between uh, a full-time job and, and family and everything, it's just fallen to the wayside, and it's kind of sad. So we finally sat down, uh, us, the people who play Curse of the Crimson Throne, and decided we're going to do things differently. Uh, which some of you may not like, but I think most of you will really, really enjoy. We're going to concentrate less on highly edited episodes and more on playing the game and, and letting you guys listen to the story, because really that's what's most important. So we're going to do a couple of things differently. We're going to stop the... um like I said, the massive amounts of editing, which will lower the quality of the videos a, a bit. And I do apologize for that. However, we're going to start treating it like all of our other pen and paper games on the CyLP channel for YouTube. For those of you who listen to the podcast exclusively, you may not know what that is, but we, on our YouTube channel, we actually have several different pen and paper campaigns going, mostly uh, set in the worlds of uh, riffs. And uh, those aren't edited at all, and no one's ever complained. Everyone just enjoys the story. So we're going to try that uh, with you guys, which means that um, we're going to start streaming our sessions live. So you can come watch us as we play. Uh, that'll be uh, every other Friday, uh, starting on... Hang on, let me see what the date is here. Most likely, and this may change, but probably starting on September 6th. And the reason for that is we've got about eight sessions or so that we have to get out to you guys. Um... Uh, maybe not quite eight, but a good deal. A good deal of sessions that we need to get up to the podcast and the YouTube channel before we start streaming. Otherwise, you're not going to know what's going on. Because we may have stopped uploading episodes, but we haven't stopped playing. So, here's the good news. The good news is, in the next two or three weeks, you are about to receive a plethora of uh, sessions. And uh, I'm not talking about an hour to an hour and a half long sessions like you have been getting. I mean the full length sessions. We, we're going to, uh, like I said, stop the editing and just un uh, upload the full unedited sessions. And um, again, I do know that that is going to lower the quality a little bit and I do apologize for that. But it won't lower it too badly. Our microphones are pretty good. And um, I think that the majority of the people would much rather get a consistent dose of the story than have it highly edited. Um, we'll see. But I think this is going to be a much better option because this way we can ensure that you get uh, a session every other week. Um, and you could watch us stream it live, which is always fun. Uh, so we're going to start doing that. Uh, there may be a few changes here and there. We'll see how things go. But the good news is, starting with this episode, you're going to start getting sessions every few days because we have to get them up, uh, before we start streaming. So, that's that. Uh, of course, if you have any questions, leave them in the comments and, uh, we will do our best to answer them. Uh, but really, I've been talking far too long. You've been waiting way too long. Let's get back into it, huh? Curse of the Crimson Throne, Episode 7.
So we can say with that, the night passes. You guys uh, curl up, get some sleep. Um, Triana and Flack spend the night with you guys as well. Uh, since, as Triana will remark to Mwiri at some point, it's better than where she came from. <laughs> uh, she's always welcome. She doesn't have to stay there anymore. And um, with the rising of the the sun, probably right around seven-ish, um, you would hear a knock on the door. Uh, Mwiri has, has sort of just started kind of getting the getting stuff ready for breakfast and and has been very quietly kind of puttering around so she will go check the door. Okay. Uh, you check the door and uh, when the door is <laughs> opened you see... She, she walks past the gaping hole in the wall to get yeah, to the door. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you see, um, Anna, Otto's wife, mm-hmm. and, uh, another guard, I mean, another guard, a guard, uh, Corvosun guard in, uh, red colored armor, um, a woman, dark brown hair, probably about shoulder length, attractive, probably in her, uh, mid thirties standing next to her. She's very, uh, her armor is very well polished, very well kept. And, uh. Anna says, I um, thought I would come and uh, see if you were being honest. Welcome. It is, she sort of looks at the building and then looks back at Anna. Not much, but it is here. I can see that. And uh, she'll look to the guard next to her, and the guard will look at her and say, I will see what I see. Excuse me, ma'am. I was uh, on my way to the Citadel when I ran into this woman asking for help. She said something about you being an orphanage offering her a job, and that you found her daughter. So like as soon as that Anna, like, as soon as Anna came in, Otto would be like like on his feet and be all like, "Well, I know, I know, I know, it doesn't look like much, but uh, we have a, we have plans to to fix everything up. It'll be it'll be great soon, I promise." Uh, Arlen, you have some pluses. Oh, Ar- Arlen just uh, uh, looks at the guard and goes, "Well, aren't we lucky that she happened to come across you?" Yes. You hear you hear the disapproving noise from Weary. <laughs> That's a good point. Excuse me, Miss Gardman. Ma'am. Yes. Could I have a word with you for a moment? If you must. Aw. Do you have to take her away so soon? She stands there with her uh, like her hands uh folded. Have a word. Well, <sighs> it, it might be better just a few steps here away from the children. It's a sort of sensitive matter, maybe. She'll nod to you, and then she'll look to Anna, and she'll say, don't leave my sight. And Anna will nod, and she'll take a few steps back. 
Okay, out of character, remind me, what was I supposed to ask them about here? I know like, we have a <laughs> shiver, but there was something else. It's escaping. The uh, turn in giving the ledger and talking about um, to Fargo. We don't have the damn ledger. Yep, you don't. You asked what you were supposed to say. I know, I'm, uh, but I thought I was being hinted at to talk to the guard. because No, I was just I trying to flirt. And maybe the best <laughs> course of action would just be to inform her, hey, we went by this place, there were a bunch of kids in there, and like maybe lie about the people in there were already dead. I will do all that, but I will also say, I've heard the guards <laughs> by Shiver, Where where could I, you know... What's what do I do? Yeah, we this? all we also found this stuff we in here, this, and we, and we don't want it. it. Yeah, we're, we're trying to run an orphanage here. We can't have this. Roll me. A... Oh, not diplomacy. Come on, can I intimidate? Not I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Whatever. Diplomacy. Persuasion. <laughs> I don't think persuasion's a thing. I bluff? think it's diplomacy. Yeah. Uh, oh, bluff. bluff, bluff, bluff. Yeah, bluff. Sorry, bluff. Because you're lying. <laughs> Oh god, it's even worse, oh. worse than my diplomacy. Can I assist real I quick? I should never talk to these people. Uh, too late. Sorry, he rolled. Sorry. The minus one, dude. <laughs> Look, I take massive penalties to like almost all my charisma checks. So um. I'm like not good for this kind of thing. How did you land Anna? Seriously. <laughs> oh, ouch. God, uh, Spiral, do you need some ice for that? My, it was, um, it was now my would be a good time to like do that re-roll thing. It was my physical attributes. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, damn it. Since you got a nine. Whatever, we don't... Does that we don't need no for... diplomacy I mean, here. She's like only a guard. Bluff, right? yeah. Does the spell work for bluffing? Uh, no. Diplomacy, intimidate, or oppose skill check. All right. Um, she 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 looks to you as it listens to your tale, and she her arms still crossed, and she goes, "So they're all dead when you got there, hmm?" Uh, Arlen comes up and goes, I, "I was there too. They they totally. We heard some noise, and and all we decided right. to." She holds a pen. I Run know in. what's going on here. Look, I know a group of adventurers when I see them. The fact that you're... I've never been on an adventure in my life. Uh, adventurer? I'm just a college kid. Right. Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to ensure that the children are being taken care of. I'd like to see where they're staying. By all means. Then we can talk. By all means, welcome to our humble um, area. Check out Uh, our new roof. She she would come in and uh, she'd see that the children are still sleeping in the hammocks. Uh, She'd see Triana uh, on a hammock as well. Uh, she would pause and raise an eyebrow at uh, Toby and Flack curled up on each other in the corner. Uh, and she'd say, uh, some of my men told me that there was a goblin running around in Old Crovrosa. I didn't believe them. Is it wise to have such a beast here with the children? 
oh, he's harmless. He was just bringing the kids cookies and uh, keeping an eye on them. He actually helped us uh, keep them calm. And uh, when when we first found them, you know, uh, they, they were pretty upset with all of those um, dead bodies around when we came into the wharf. <laughs> she raises an eyebrow again. Right. All right. Do you have the, uh, well, quite frankly, do you have the means to support the children? Do you have a, first and foremost, do you have a license as a orphanage? Uh, a license? Mm-hmm. We, we need a license for this? Of course. Yes. Otherwise, um, so it comes from the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you're simply adults housing a bunch of children that aren't yours. Isn't that uh, what an out of the kitchen with a thick envelope. She'll take the envelope and she'll read it. And then she'll look up at you and read it again. Weary, was it? I heard your name before, but not for some time. I thought that your orphanage had closed down. <sighs> Consider it open once more. I see. Are you financially capable of supporting them? She says, looking around. Yes, however, the building will need extensive renovations before it's up to snuff. And you have plans for such? Yes. I see. If you would, I would like to speak to you all outside. She hands the letter back and then walks out. As you wish. Where you will follow. Otto would tell Lydia and Nana, you know, make, make yourselves at home. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, uh, grabs Otto by the back of his shirt and sort of hauls him with her. <laughs> she uh, uh, she walks outside into the street. Does uh, does Arlen go too? Sure, absolutely. She uh, she studies each of you, and she says, from what. The citizen in there told me you brought her daughter back to her and even gave her gold and asked for nothing in return but offered her a job. And you're telling me that you found 12 other children and are now feeding them and caring for them as an orphanage. Again, not asking for anything because you certainly haven't petitioned the city for money. That is all apparent and I believe. I want so where to does the question why, lie? In this. I'm going to ask you all to be truthful with me. And you have one chance. And understand that I respect those who can tell the truth. What really happened at that fishery? Hush, busy mouth. Um, Weary will step forward and... uh... (laughs) Way to to engender trust. Like, no, we're telling the truth, but shut up. Let me say it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 
<laughs> I know your version of the truth, and it's not the real thing. Um, <laughs> How did you know? That would make it a lie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the word I was looking That's for. That's not the Thank real you. truth. <laughs> That's a fake truth. Wearing the mask is the real truth. It's it's an alternative fact. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so Mary will step forward and and sort of um, <laughs> shoo <laughs> Arlen away. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Otto what puts his hand on her know? shoulder and gives her guidance. Yeah, yeah. I, I might need it. Um, what <laughs> do you know of the man called Gadrian Lamb? Gadrian Lamb. I suppose if you want this tale, you should start from the top. And uh, perhaps this is a tale best told sitting down. All right. I'll accept that offer. Uh, May I trouble you for some tea, then? Absolutely. Our biscuits... And biscuits? Question mark? Okay. Please. I don't know. I think I said our biscuits, and my brain was like, wait, wait, that's (laughs) not the word. (laughs) English is hard. English is hard. Leave me alone. Don't look at me like that. Get Um, off me. She will. um, Actually, guys, if you give me. uh, Why don't we take a uh, quick break? Just a quick, like, five minute break. Run to the restroom, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Because I don't want to have to try and hold my pee while we have this conversation. No kidding, right? All right, be right back. back. All right. Gently tapping his foot all the time. Like, uh huh, uh huh. (laughs) Tell Uh the story faster. (laughs) (laughs) As Mary just, (sighs) I I wasn't gonna lie that much. That much. Uh We might have killed one person, but everyone else was totally dead. Totally super 100% dead when we got there. We definitely killed yeah. the spiders and the crocodile, and that's it. Wait, there was, I'm sorry, you said a crocodile? <laughs> yeah, his name was Gobble. We didn't Dutch. kill the dog. The dog just kind of, you know... He had a heart attack, you know? And exploded. Yeah. (laughs) Internally. (laughs) He exploded with, like, a a sort of, like, a a mace-like pattern on his face. (laughs) It's because he heard a noise on the roof, and he kept running in. But he's, like, Yeah, he was so surprised when he heard that noise, and he just jumped right into my mace. It was crazy. (laughs) Like, holy crap. He really sprang into it. You know. Wow. True story, my dog really did run into a fence post and then knock out her teeth and wouldn't stop running, so, you know. Oh, my God. dog could have ran into it multiple times. Yeah, I've seen... I've seen... (laughs) There have been times where a dog in my mom's house has been super excited coming down the stairs and just sort of hit the wall. And, like, Uh may or may not have, like, left a dent in the wall. Oh yeah, G- Galen does that like frequently. She she uh, we have kind of like a coming from our, our, our dining room into the kitchen and then out to the back door. It's kind of like an S pattern uh-huh. with uh, 
uh, hardwood floors and tile, and she just oh, kind of like slides. No. Uh, yeah. She does the like the dog sort of like moonwalk when they can't get a grip with their claws. She, she does the doggy fishtail. Yeah. So. I'm hungry. Like, we have to rent and rent out tonight, and I want Taco Bell. Like, you brought home Taco Bell this morning, and I was so, like, ah, oh, Taco Bell. Be right back. God, get out of here. Everybody go pee. You too. No. You won't know if you don't try. I will. I usually do know. I'm very in tune with my bladder, you see. Does your bladder give you a daily horoscope? I'm back. Welcome back. Right, so it's your it's your zodiac sign. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so earlier when you were talking about like getting a hold of your powers or like figuring out like what you could do with like the memory thing, uh, I was gonna say that it's 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 like the guy that's like the invisible man. First, to, to be truly useful, he has to get used to being naked in front of everyone and no one knowing. <laughs> yep. Hello. Hello. I'll, I'll admit that, uh, like, guile and subtlety is not my general play style, so things like yeah, memory no, I'm more of a Vega guy. I like those low kicks. Guile, Sonic Boom is yeah. nice and all, but... Yeah, I gotcha. Sonic Boom! <laughs> Actually, Guile's awesome. <laughs> I roll so the good. leg sweep diplomat. Uh, Alright, is everyone back? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Alright. So, uh, the uh, the guard will uh, kindly take your offer and sit down at the table. She'll uh, unhook her sword from its belt and she'll say, I have uh, been neglecting my manners. I have yet to introduce myself. My name is Chrysidia Croft. I am the field marshal for the Crevosan Guard. Boy, well, ain't that a protagonist name? Um, all of you would know. I'm not even going to make you. I'm not even going to make you roll for this <clears throat> because this is very common knowledge. The field marshal of the Crevosan Guard is the leader of the Crevosan Guard. That is the highest rank in the Crevosan Guard. She okay. um, lets it sink in for a moment. And she says, I was patrolling the streets as we are having issues of late when Anna found me. So We have seen the fires. Are you well? We are surviving, yes. But you were going to tell me a story. Hmm, yes. And the easiest starting place is with a question to you. Do you know the name Gadrian Lamb? I must confess that I have not. 
though I am very interested now in hearing about it. Hmm. Uh, I follow the Church of the Dawnflower Town, and I believe that there is all... There is light in all of us. There are not many great evils in the world, but I know that I have met one of them. The reason this orphanage closed down was because of him, and the compatriots you see around me are in similar state because of him. I see. He is a very dangerous man. It has been many years since I have moved into this city. I consider it my homeland. I am not from here. I am from far away. I knew when I settled here that I would find peace here, but perhaps it was not to last. When we made this place, we made it to be a sanctuary. We made it for the children. And perhaps that was our downfall. Hmm. He burned down your home because of the children? In part, I'm sure. He took the children with him when he left, and my son with them. But my husband was ever a fighter, and more so than I. My husband, may his soul rest peacefully, was never, well, he never liked to see injustice unpunished, and he perhaps dug a little too deeply into the histories of the Lamb family, and he found perhaps more than he bargained for. It made him a target. It made us all targets. I see. I think you'll find that should you ask the others, the adventurers, as it were, you will find similar stories anywhere you go. Now, the wharf. We were contacted by someone who was like us, who whose family and life had been destroyed by someone they had placed their trust in, by this same man. She reached out and told us about a location where perhaps we might find more information. She knew that even if we had tried to live lives beyond this, that there would always be a want for justice to be brought. And she was right. (laughs) Subtle subtle praise to the, the deck of cards in her pocket. Um, <laughs> um, she told us where we might find answers and, and we followed her lead we 
went that same night, perhaps unwisely. We knew not what we would find there, but we found... We found many things. A drug ring and a trafficking ring and a crocodile and several large spiders and the man who killed my husband or one of them. I have never taken pleasure in death, but perhaps it burns me to say I was happy to see him die. I can understand your sentiment. The children are from the wharf, and if you would like, I can show you where it was. I I know not if Gadrian has returned to scrub evidence of himself from the place. I have not kept eyes on it, but my first yeah. priority, as you can yeah, probably guess. Arlen speaks up and says, you know, I, I can take her. I, I can show her where it was. Thank you, but that won't be necessary. The wharf was found sometime yesterday. We were investigating what happened. Uh, the... She pauses. You were honest with me. I appreciate that, and I respect that. So, I will return the favor. The fact that you are seeking vengeance is understandable, if a little worrisome. The fact that you are seeking to protect and shelter these children tells me that you are more than that more than just vigilantes. (laughs) In some ways, I guess you remind me of Blackjack. Um, everyone roll me a knowledge local check, please. Except Amelia, who's taking her damn time. Sorry, Amelia, you'll be here soon. You rolled a four. Auto rolls an 11, and Arlen rolls an 8. We all suck pretty bad. (laughs) All right, so you all have heard of Blackjack, but you've never seen him. So Blackjack is a local folk hero who most people believe to be real. Um, He is a figure that uh, uh, lives in the city, wears black clothing, is known for being famous for wielding a rapier of uh, shiny mithril. And is a vigilante uh, protecting the weak and the helpless of the town. He basically shows up at the best or worst possible moments, um, protects people who need protection, and leaves without a trace. Um, very similar to a Zorro or a Batman. Um, even dresses a lot like Zorro, perhaps. Town and rapiers. Like, what the hell? However, um, you also know that this myth has, or this this legend has been. Uh, a thing for several hundred years. So most people believe that Blackjack is uh, either someone with an extremely long lifespan or perhaps several people. All of you have heard this because everyone knows the myth and story of Blackjack. Most people actually believe it to be true. However, um, he has not been seen 
in at least, say, five or ten years. And none of you have ever personally seen him. But uh, yeah. she mentioned that in passing. I just wanted you guys to know, let you know what your character so, would know. So he's like the Dread Pirate Blackjack? <laughs> yes, he's like the Dread Pirate Blackjack. Yeah. Um, she continues, she says, The truth of the matter is, you asked earlier if we were okay, and the answer is no. My guard was not designed to contain the amount of rioting that we are seeing. The city is in chaos. And while it may seem peaceful here, I assure you it is very different in other parts of this town. I... It breaks my heart to see Corvosa tear itself apart like this. And we are pushed to strain to our limits. The truth is we could use the help of people like you. Those not afraid to walk into danger and those with the wisdom to know what's worth protecting. So I will make you a deal. I will not report this orphanage for the time being. You, I think, and I both know it would not pass the test. But I can be too busy to file that report until a time at which point perhaps you could pass the test. It is appreciated. I will also see what I can do to aid your investigation if you promise to help me bring order to the city again. As you wish. Now, I would hope that you know the queen, yes? Yes, Queen Yosa, I know her. (sighs) Perhaps it might seem odd, but we may have something of hers. Arlen, if you would. But, but... (sighs) Fine. We uh, we found this when we were at the wharf, and Arlen hands over the uh, queen's brooch. Her eyes widen. This may mean she has some connection to this. I doubt it would end up there without reason. I certainly hope not. But... I do know that this brooch was important to her. She placed a reward for it not too long ago. Uh, 1,200 gold pieces, I believe, was the reward. That could have been a cover. A cover? If she gave it away to criminals and didn't want anybody to know she did that, she just says it's stolen and puts it a reward for it. (laughs) I think that... Our queen deserves more respect than unsustainable accusations. I I completely agree with you. You know, I, I'm sure she just lost it. I don't know how that could have possibly ended up. <laughs> it would probably be in your best interest to return it to her. 
if nothing else, the reward would certainly help you. Hmm. What would be the best way to do that? We also have other things that we found within the wharf, and none of them, well, most of them should not be around children. I see. I'll tell you what. I must get back to my men. Return the brooch to the queen. Tell them Presidia Croft sent you. Tell, and um, I will send word of your arrival. Once you are done, and when you have a moment, stop by the citadel of the Corvosan Guard. Bring whatever you have, and uh, I will do what I can to help you. Do you have any lead, any idea where Gadrian may be, anything that I could look into? Does the name Devargo uh, ring a bell or stand out for you? Dervago. Well, yes, of course. He's the runner of Eel's End. Mm. Evidently, the children remember this name as something brought up in the wharf in casual conversation. I see. That is not good, if that's the case. Dervago is a dangerous man, a figure of the underworld. His Eel's End is a collection of ships in Old Corvosa that offer a variety of questionable activities. But she, her face kind of distorts in uh, um, disgust. He pays his criminal taxes on time so we can't officially touch him. It's a place to start. But be warned, he is a dangerous man. He pays his criminal taxes? Yes. As I'm sure you know, the Thieves' Guild is somewhat legal here. Right, right. The monarch in their wisdom, she says a bit strained, feel that it is best to monitor and control such things. He pays his taxes and gives us no reason to take him down. Yet. Mm -hmm. Return the brooch. Do whatever you must. Come see me at the Citadel. I will look into this, but... I may have a matter I need your help with. If you need us, you can find us here. I wouldn't mind helping you with anything you need. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that, she says, smiling at Arlen. Mori rolls her eyes. <laughs> if you'll excuse me, I have many responsibilities to attend to. I'm sure you're quite busy. She uh, gets up politely and uh, uh, bows slightly, puts her sword back on, and takes her leave. 
By your leave. Be well. You as well. And uh, she marches back out. Anna says, <laughs> well, um, I'd like to accept that job position if it's still open. <laughs> Was she just listening this whole time to all uh-huh. of us? Uh huh. Oh my god. <sighs> Otto, is this something that you should discuss with her now? Or would you prefer I just leave you out of it altogether? Uh, I'm pretty torn about that. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, For now, I'll let you think about it. Anna, the job is all yours if you want it. Welcome to your new somewhat burnt-down home. Thank you, Mr... Call him Otto. Otto. He's an associate of mine. Otto. Thank you, Mr. Otto. You're welcome. Don't don't thank me. Really, it's Muri's orphanage. You should be thanking Alora. her. I know. Alora. Are you, do you want to be a surprise? Yes. Okay. Um, and about that time, right when you shake hands, uh, Amelia and her mother come up to the door. Um, Amelia leads her mother up. Um, kind of nervous because... Uh, well, it's a, a burnt-out shell deal. of a it's a burnt-out shell of a building, but this is um also important that it happen properly, and so she she knocks on the door and waits. Otto goes and opens the door. Um. Hello, uh, Otto. Um, she says kind of with a, a question mark at the end, hoping that she got your name right. Ah, Amelia. Yes. Happy yes. happy to see you. you came back. And I see you, um, uh, and Otto tries to be charming. I see you brought your, uh, your sister with you. <laughs> oh, her face kind of falls at that. Moiri <laughs> uh, 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 grabs him oh. by the back of the shirt and sort of like moves him to the side. Y- your mom, I'm sorry. What was your mom's name again? Sorry, your mother's name. Ilda. I L D A. Ilda looks at Amelia and says, "I like your friend." <laughs> uh, she like, says it's somewhat sarcastic. Don't worry, I won't leave a lasting impression. <laughs> oh, that he will not. <laughs> Good morning. You are in time for breakfast. Should you wish to join us? Uh, I suppose, yes. My daughter told me that um, you were offering shelter. If you wish to take it. I wouldn't do it for free. I, I earn my shelter. Very well. She uh, looks at Amelia questioningly. Um, Amelia looks to each of them and kind of um, 
does the roundabout introductions. Um, Mother, this is um, Otto and Arlen and Mary, and she um, pauses on Anna and goes, um, I don't believe we've met. Oh, my name is Anna. I, uh, I, I guess I'm going to be staying here as well. Oh, um, pleasure. Were you one of the ones that rescued my daughter, Leta? Yes. Um. She will hug you. <laughs> oh, um, and she just, she just goes stiff as a board in her arms. Right about that time, you hear, like, uh, coming up behind you, uh, Arlen and Miriam, you hear, like, a yawn as Triana comes up stretching. Good morning, everyone. And uh, she comes up and says, oh, visitors. More like house guests. Uh, Amelia. Mm -hmm. Your mother freezes as Triana comes up close. And, uh, her eyes can be seen as well as her face. Your mother says, Oh, God. And faints. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, uh, you hear Mwiri's tie in the background as she puts on a pot of tea. <laughs> That's rather peculiar, says Otto. Uh, Amelia pushes away from Anna and uh, goes over to try and um, (laughs) gently uh, pick up her mother's head and fan her a little bit. Uh, Triana's looking on curiously. Like, look, Starlin, did I say something? Does she suffer from some kind of condition? No, it was... um, it's, I believe. Amelia pauses for a very long time and then finally nods. Your mother starts to come to, and her eyes like flutter open, like a dream. <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, oh my, that's embarrassing. I, I, I I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I." Uh, she stands up. Amelia, like, holds out her hands, like, <laughs> making sure that she's she's steady on her own feet. And then she kind of, she keeps them at her side, but she's still got them out, like, ready to catch her if she thinks again. Um, Weary will offer everybody seats at the table. She's She's making, like, a potato, onion, egg hash thing. There's bugs in it too, but eh, Otto she's not going to mention that table. Uh, <laughs> Anna and I, by the way, I haven't mentioned this. I should. Letta is obviously there. It's not like Anna's just going to leave her alone <laughs> in the house. All right, sweetie. Now I haven't seen you in years, but <laughs> yes. so, uh, you need Letta... to hold down the fort for mommy. <laughs> Letta is currently introducing her mom to all the orphans that are waking up as we speak. Um. 
Brianna is kind of standing there looking a little confused and worried. And she goes, I'm sorry if I startled you. I didn't intend to. And, um, Amelia, your mother just slowly like using you as support Mm -hmm. goes forward and cups Triana's face in her hand and tilts her chin up. And uh, she looks at you, Amelia, and then back to Triana. (laughs) Amelia is not looking at anyone. And she says, Who... Who were your parents? And kind of catching on, Triana's now starting to get very um, quiet, confused. I was an orphan. What orphanage? I was told that I was found in a basket on the orphanage in Palm Street. And with that, your mother slumps into a chair. And uh, she says, oh, sweet gods. She's gently served a cup of tea. (laughs) Very unaffected by all of this. Yeah. (laughs) I have breakfast to make. Um, it's like this is awkward. Hush, come peel potatoes. Okay. Amelia sits down next to her mother and says, "Mother." Is there something you would like to say? Words are useful in matters like this. <laughs> Words are useful. Words good. Says Amelia. Do. Uh, she's quiet for a long time. And she says, When I was 17, I'm sorry, no, hang on. Not 17. Your mom's in her early to late mid-40s, right? Yeah, no, she had them when she was 17. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, okay. She goes, um, when I was 15, I was, um, some men broke into our house and uh, I later found that I was with child. I was young and scared. Didn't know what to do. And I made a mistake. One that I swore I wouldn't do to you too. I left my baby girl 
by an orphanage on Palm Street. It seems everywhere I go, I'm failing people. And then she kind of just sinks into herself, like just staring into her teacup. Amelia is just entirely just dead silent staring at her mother and then finally she looks <laughs> over at um, Triana was it? Yeah Triana <laughs> and she looks over at Triana and just <sighs> She she stands up and she walks out of the building. <laughs> not not like off down the street, just like out of the building to like get some air. Not that it isn't wafting through the walls, but right. Um. So so Arlen sees this and kind of uh slowly walks up, you know, behind her and. Like, uh, you okay? I'm, um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I could imagine, but. What's uh what's going through your head? Something that feels like betrayal. Betrayal? Why, why betrayal? She is quiet for a moment and then she turns to Arlen, not quite looking her in the eye um, and says, My sister, um, my sister and I were, um, twins, and she, she is the one that Gadrian Lamb took from me two years ago. I lost half of myself, and now part of me 
almost hopes that that peace can be filled again, but and she 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 goes quiet. Uh, Arlen looks at Amelia and says, "You know, I know what it's like to lose your sibling. I, 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 I lost my brother." But, uh, he was the only family I had. And, uh, family's important. I wish, uh, I wish I had some. You're lucky. You know, she may not be the same person you knew, and I'm not saying she should take the place of your sister, your other sister, but maybe you can build a different relationship. Because family is the only important thing money, stuff, that's meaningless. I don't think your sister would begrudge you for accepting somebody else into your family. Uh, Amelia kind of smiles and laughs a little bit, shaking, like visibly shaking and trembling and says, you know, I I don't think she would. Doesn't quite help, but... Because it's the thought, right? Yeah, it's... Yeah. And then she she starts wiping at her eyes and... um, and looks you in the eyes and says, thank you, and gives you a very very, very brief hug before heading back into the into the uh, house. Yeah, and uh, Arlen just kind of stands there and leans back against the wall and just slides down and sits for a while. Just quiet and thinking herself. And this is the episode where everyone's miserable. <laughs> um, Mary will eventually pop her head out and um, uh, ask Arlen if she's coming to breakfast. Uh, at, at that, yeah, Arlen 
all of a sudden kind of like jumps up and is like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be there in a minute. Or he will. You know. Yep. Right is right. Do not lie to me, child. I don't know what you're talking about. Whoa, and just whoa. kind of uh, walks in. <laughs> she is followed by a long suffering sigh. That is now Mary's default mm-hmm. recognition noise. <sighs> <laughs> so, uh, so what's on the agenda for today? Well, I believe we have a brooch to return. Yeah. How are we going to do that? Well, were we not told to go to the Citadel? And what was her name? Cressida. Cressida Croft. Croft. Yeah. And... Yeah, and she told she told us to tell the people to sit it out that she sent us. Yeah. Are we all gonna go? Uh, who, who, who's up for an adventure? I'll go. Anybody else? Uh. Mori will look over to Amelia and say, uh, Child Ledger, you have decoded it, yes? Um, oh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's nothing new, but it's there, there's a lot here. Mm. You will come with as well. They are there are eyes that need to see this. All right. Triana uh, tries to speak. Her voice cracks a bit, and then she says, um, maybe not the best time, but uh, we are going to need coin. Um, perhaps you could stop by somewhere on the way to uh, sell some of what you found? Yes, evidently there is a reward for the brooch as well, which I'm sure will not harm anything. Um, hope you don't mind if I stay. I think, uh, as she'll look over uh, at Amelia's mother, I think we have some catching up to do. As long as you don't mind the company of the children. No, uh, of course not. And Anna actually says, I think I can take care of the children for now. Uh, give them some time. Understood. Do as you please. Alright, so you guys going to head out? Where are you going? Where's the plan? Um, is, uh, so Triana's staying behind. Um, Correct. Well, I'm curious why Triana said we needed coin. Just kind of in general. I'm feeding a house of gods. So there's 12 kids. Yep. Didn't she say plus she had like 10,000 freaking gold? To build the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's not just going to give that to us. 
So 12 kids plus Triana and now is the 12 kids counting Lita? No. So that'll make 13 13 kids plus Anna plus Amelia's mom, Ilda. Um, Plus Mary, plus Mary, Otto, Arlen, and Amelia. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's, that's almost twenty people. That's plus, nineteen people. Plus, uh, oh, plus and Toby and then Fleck. That's twenty-one people. Hey, hey, hey! We never agreed to feed the goblin. <laughs> <laughs> the the diorite, yes, but the goblin. <laughs> Where has Fleck been for this? By the way, is he just passed out in the corner? They are He's still, still sleeping. He's still crying. <laughs> More sleeping. <laughs> I, 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 like you see when uh, when Arlen and Amelia are talking outside, you see his head on the windowsill. Tears. No, he's still uh, conked out with Toby. Probably for the best. His mouth hanging wide open, and goblins in this world have very wide mouths. In my personal, small... so, sorry to interrupt. Keep going. Hmm. I, I get ahead of myself. I was say, and a small thing of drool hanging down his face. Have I shown you guys what goblins look like in Pathfinder? No. So. You've shown me for reference. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, um, I just want to mention, like, uh, you know, is there any of this stuff that we want to keep or hang on to? You know, Otto, do you want, could anybody use some of this chain mail? Yeah, we should hang on to the Silver Sheen vial. Oh, definitely. 100%. Like, that one is huge. Uh, chain mail, maybe? Damn, I have to look that up. I don't uh, know. It's, it's medium armor, plus six. Yeah, but it matters the dex check, and it matters something. I, f- I forget what my, my plan is. We might want to okay. hold on to the chain mail, too. Okay. Um, We should probably keep the disguise check, because I could probably use that. Yep. Definitely keep the light wounds. I don't need a kook. I wonder, I wonder if you disguised yourself, if somebody would recognize that disguise if they saw you again. That Don't you actually hilarious. have a bonus to disguise as it is, and that could, and that would just stack with it. Yeah, and I also have um, I have a disguise self spell on top of that. He looks nothing like that guy. I don't I'm, remember. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much the master of disguise, right? <laughs> so, oh, and we have a glass tube containing magical oil. Yep, isn't that the uh, isn't that the silver sheen? Oh, no, no you have, a, one. You have oh, two right. of them. One of them you could tell was a silver sheen. The other one you actually well, could not identify. Here's my thought. Could we? We should go to Timronian first. He might be able to tell us what that oil is for one thing. For two, if we go to the queen with the brooch first, it's gone. That's it. Like, she's taking yeah. that shit back. We get no answers, maybe, or maybe we do. I don't know. But if we show it to Timronian, he's not just going to be like, yoink, mine, right? Yeah, I, I agree. I think we should uh, show it to Timronian along with... Um, Oh, the uh, fist-sized scrimshaw carving of a kraken with garnet eyes and the chillaxian coat of arms. There's something else that... Uh, oh, the ivory figure with two entwined succubi, I think. Succubi, yeah. Um, also, <laughs> uh, I should just point out, because it's new, and you guys just got it, but the Haro deck has some abilities you might find useful. In this oh, form. the identify magical uh-huh. objects. Mm-hmm. I can only use that three times a day. Three so. times a day. So if we can just take it to someone who's going to be like, oh, yeah, that's what this is. Well, but that costs you money. 
usually you guys would know this. Getting getting yeah, merchants getting to identify praise. items or appraise items for you costs money. Mm-hmm. Well, well, so, praise them not so much. I mean, if you're trying to sell it to them, they got to tell you how much they're willing to pay for it. But I mean, like if I say, hey, I don't know what this wand does, tell me that costs money. Okay. Wait, no, couldn't we? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We were already told we could ID sh- shit with um with the deck by putting the card on our forehead or something. Oh my god! Yeah. Why didn't any of us think of that? <laughs> Let's ID yeah, some we can, stuff. No, we we can do that, but we can only do that three times. So we would have to pick the three items we want to, we want to identify. Do you guys have three items you need to identify? No, like the, I the, think the, it's the deck, just one item. Yeah, the deck won't tell you how much something is worth. It will just if it's magical, it can tell you what it does. What the what enchantment is. is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say probably that magical oil. I would want to know what that is. Yeah. I, I think that's what the uh, benevolent lords are trying to uh, get yeah. across to us. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm I'm a little bit sick, so... I know my cat's right next to me, but I don't think he's really partaking in this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's the, who are the benevolent lords? Yeah. I, I'm you looking know, around here. <laughs> the voice is I, in my head! <laughs> Um. Absolutely. So, who who's who's doing it? I suppose I will. Cards. So you just draw a card at random. Uh, it doesn't really matter which one because you're not doing a horror reading right now. Um, that hold the card. Matter. And Zellera will tell you. Okay, if it matters, hang on one second. Um, you draw a card at random, please. Do I just click on it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Draw one card. And just open it up and put it on the the table. The idiot. (laughs) Complete with goblins. Now we know what they look like. Pretty sure sure I was supposed to draw that card. Uh, Zellera tells you to place the card uh, to your forehead and to hold the item. Oh, it's like a dunce cap. God. <laughs> Don't worry, the That's idiot so will tell us what this stuff is. Does that make lots of sense? It's so easy. Any idiot can tell us. <laughs> you um, you you hear a soft voice in your head, and Zellera says, "It is a dose of keen edge." It will, if you place it on a weapon, I don't know what this means, but I get the feeling that your critical range will double. (laughs) Wow, that's some meta right there, man. (laughs) Dang, thanks, Zell. I feel like it'll last for exactly one minute. (laughs) I thought it was ten minutes per level. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, 10 minutes, sorry. I was just reading one for some reason. 10 minutes. Yep, yep. So it is a level one uh, dose of keen edge. And it means that if you put it on a weapon, you know, normally if a weapon has a crit range of 20, it'll now be 19 or 20. If it's a crit range of 18 to 20, it'll now be 16 to 20. So it's a very, very powerful uh, thing. Awesome. Okay. So I assume somebody's going to keep that. Yeah, I should probably keep it, but Flag's drinking it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! 
step away from the goblin. It's like it's like a dog who's like trying to go after something on the floor, like that's chocolate. And you're like, spit it out, spit it out. Quick, someone stick a finger down his throat. Yeah. Anyone? Anyone? Sure. Those teeth are for show. I'll mm. use an arrow. And he's all, right, so all he's I, all gums. Am I correct in uh, in in saying that the next uh, port of call is uh, Timronians? I think so. Sure. Uh, I should also ask: Are we all still good to continue? Is anyone dropping out here? What's? I'm good. If I get to take a pee break, then yeah. Yeah, sure, we can. We can. Um, no. By the no way, I, I just you. looked, and I don't need that chainmail not for quite a long time. So. Okay. It's no okay. good for me at least until level second. five, possibly later. Yeah, guys, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, and you guys yeah. will head over to the bazaar. Yeah, I don't think I I took anything except for the armor. I think I'm good. Time to convert your loot. Well, I gave you the Haro deck too, Mary. Oh, you gave it to me. You gave you it guys, to me. You guys Out of the well, goodness of your heart. I copied it from the group loot part of the spreadsheet to your name on the spreadsheet. I mean, I don't know. I put Wait, it on you, your freaking thingy, Merbob. You guys really? can't. You guys aren't selling that. A good hard deck goes for like fifty gold pieces. Nice. Let's just sell yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, let's let's literally sell a. Soul. Let's let's sell her yeah. and then literally spend twice that much identifying our next item because <laughs> that is efficiency right there. Running mm-hmm. a business here. All right. Um. So it is uh, about mid morning when you guys head out. Say about ten in the morning. Um. You all head out and start um, approaching. The good news is that Timronian's uh, Majestic Bazaar is right on your way to Castle Corvosa anyway. Um, so you would exit Old Corvosa and then you would head down. And for reference here, um, as I pointed out a little bit before, this building's town hall. This building is the city jail. This white building here is Timronian's Majestic Bazaar. Uh-huh. It is huge. Uh-huh. It's very, very large. As you guys walk through the city, you'll notice that um, the rioting has died down uh, as opposed to what it was the night before. But there's still a um, Just massive level of tension. There's guards everywhere. You can even start to see what Chrysidia was talking about when she says that their guard is stretched to the limit. You see uh, sable guards uh, riding the hippogriffs above the sky. You see Corvosan guards patrolling up and down the streets. And there is still a great deal of unrest. Uh, Things are not good in the city. Um, you make your way past Jaeger's Circle and head down, um, what was that? Dej, uh, Shonatai Gosh, that's a horribly racist street name. <laughs> and, um, wow. I think it's Shwanti. No, it's Shonatai. Shawanti, Shawanti, Shawanti. It's Shawanti. I don't know why I keep saying Shonatai. I don't know why you said that either. It is Shawanti. It's definitely lacking one of those eyes. So uh, it's definitely still a very, very fictionally racist street there, uh, considering the Shawanti are who these people stole the ground from. Um, You make your way down University Way, and as you approach the Majestic Bazaar, you start to hear the humming 
of commerce and trade. It seems that even in a city as full of unrest as Corvosa, Timeronia's majestic bazaar is still booming with business. And um, much of it, the sides, are kind of open. Um, there is, of course, uh, an inside part to the store, but the outer section, like this here, is a bit more like a pavilion. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a roof, it has pillars, um, but the there are no walls. They're open to the outside weather. However, you notice the second you enter in this side room, despite the fact that it is uh, mid-morning on a late summer day, the temperature is quite cool, despite there being no walls. And uh, the second you enter in this area, you are surrounded by tables of everything. Jewelry, armor, weapons, um, trinkets of some sort of magical origin that you don't know. This is truly a bazaar with um, just rows upon rows of merchandise. Um, As you make your way towards the the building proper, uh, it's not hard to see... um, the front desk or the shopping counter, if you will. Um, It's in the very center. It is very large. um, And there's uh, lights shining down upon it. There's probably a good 30 or some odd people in the store milling about um, here and there. Uh, And you see at the counter um, a large, muscly orc. And I don't mean like a half orc. I mean a full blooded orc with tusks and everything. Um, His hair is um, well kept in a very long braid that runs down his back. It looks like it's washed and uh, oiled. Um, You could swear his eyebrows are groomed. And uh, he's just sitting there messing with something on the counter. It looks like some sort of wand. Hello. Um, we were hmm? looking for uh, Timonian. And uh, he holds up a finger. And then uh, he puts down the wand on the counter and uh, walks away. And then comes back real quick, like he's, he forgot something. He goes, uh, uh? Does he want us to follow him? And he kind of like nods his head. Oh, okay. I guess he, he wants us to follow him. So. He'll, uh, as you walk around, he'll open up like a, one of those, like almost like a, a bar where the part of the counter just folds up. Oh. And he'll like hold his arm out for you. Like uh, lead like this way kind of thing. All right, so uh, Arlen's going to follow him. Okay. Uh, and he, he starts walking down um, the, the long table, and he's, like, humming a tune to himself, though there's something odd about it. Um, Miri and uh, Otto, roll me a heel check. A heel check? Mm-hmm. Huh. All right, Miri World of 12. Weary. I don't remember to pronounce that. 
Ui. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Otto? Oh, I'm doing it too? Sorry, I thought you just had yeah. memory. No, no, no. And you as well, sir. A heal check. Who am I healing? Uh, Alan, you could you could roll it too as well if you want because of your artificer jack of all trades. A twelve. All right, so two twelves and an eleven. And, um, <laughs> Very Arlen. uniform over here. Um, all three of you kind of notice that uh, the sounds are reminiscent of someone who either has never learned to or has lost the ability to speak. Um, kind of like, uh, like the, the humming, the sounds, they are, uh, malformed. I don't quite know how to pronounce this or to say it. It's almost like if you've heard someone who is deaf, try to speak, they're doing their best, um, of what they think they're, they should be saying or, mm-hmm. or doing. It's very mm-hmm. similar to that. You can tell that something he's been damaged or he's been a mute or whatever the case may be. It is a, a medical condition. Okay. And uh, he follows you. Uh, he leads you down the table to a, um, uh, a man who is sitting at a table with a, uh, uh, like a monocle held up to his eye and he's examining some fine powder. It's like a red sparkly powder. And he goes, me, And uh, the elderly gentleman looks up and uh, give me a second here. And uh, he looks up and he goes, Oh, <clears throat> Oh my <coughs> customers. Hello. Um, I don't believe we've met. No, but we were given your name from, uh, Triana? Triana! Oh, what a lovely girl. How is she doing? She seems to be doing all right. Oh, good, good. Uh, 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 Sammy, no. Um, Sammy, apparently the name of the orc, uh, has started, um, like, taking a finger and started like ruffling Miri's feathers curiously. Miri has spent her whole life around kids. She does not know this. And uh, Timberney's like, Sammy, no. Sammy, go go be a good chap and go down there and take care of some customers. Go. And Sammy just kind of shrugs and walks away. Oh, never mind him. A, a decent chap, decent chap. Bit of a mute, but uh, marvelous when it comes to magical artifacts. Uh, but where are my manners? I, my dear fellow travelers, am Timronian Fragunius Zinathar III. At your service. And he gives a very flourishing bow. Owner and proprietor of a Timronian's Majestic Bazaar. Yeah. Uh, we were told that maybe you could help us with some stuff. Well, of course I can. Take, for example, this powder right here. Yeah? What is that powder right there? I have no idea, but as soon as I find out, I am sure that it'll be most helpful in your journeys. Uh, 25 gold pieces. Yeah, we were hoping you could perhaps be more specific about some other things. 
then it, like oh. stuff we have. Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, not quite as exciting, but certainly. Uh, maybe I should take a look. Well, what do you have here? Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. Uh, do you drink? Um, I don't yes. know. What do you drink? Yes. Very well. And uh, he he produces forth um, uh, like a, he kind of like rubs a ring on his finger, and um, from behind him, in like behind the curtain in the back of the room, these cups start floating in, and uh, he starts directing them almost like it's a magic symphony. That, that one over there. That one. Um, yeah, he could probably handle that over there. And uh, the cups start floating over to you. They are teacups on saucers. And in them, um, uh, Weary, Amelia, and Arlen, you have a light green drink that seems kind of minty. Otto, you have a dark brown drink that smells pungent. Yum. That's fine. Drink drink. Okay. All right. Um, roll me a constitution check, please. What, did he fucking poison me? What the hell? <laughs> All right. Yeah, use some Irish coffee there. Oh, do, do we have to do that, too? Nope. Just Otto. Just the brown As Tim Ronian is, like, staring at Otto intently. Uh, Otto. Uh... <laughs> You you take a couple sips, uh, and then you kind of feel like a rumble in your stomach, and then it settles down. Nature calls, <laughs> and then about uh, about thirty seconds later, uh, you feel the urge to pass gas very profoundly. <laughs> oh boy! That's okay. No one will remember. <laughs> <laughs> Except us in the room with you. I'm going to kind of just leave the ball in your court. Just let you know, in about 30 seconds, you're going to feel the need. Uh, Tim Rodian kind of stares at you as you drink, and the second you drink, goes, ah, yes, but um, your items, your items, come, yes, commerce, commerce is important, is what makes the world go round, after all. Uh, what what are you uh, interested in selling? Uh, Perhaps a uh, magical broadsword of uh, holy light? No, wait. No, you strike me as the kind that would be selling uh, perhaps a wondrous bag of holding. Yeah. I'm afraid we're not uh, quite so interesting. I, I have this I have this ivory figurine of I, I'm not sure. What You're going to start with that. that. Okay. Just slap down the sucky by. Excuse me. I'm yes. That over Drink the, isn't agreeing with me. <clears throat> Amelia's <throat> face just like goes beet red as she slowly sips her tea and looks away. Uh, Timronian looks at Otto as he says that. And he says, Hmm. Do me a favor, my boy. Breathe deeply. Tell me what you smell. <laughs> Pretty sure what I smell is what I just released because of this yes. drink here. Oh uh, and 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 it smells sweet. 
Oh, it is... smells like vanilla. What did you do to my intestines? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, I've never felt such a strong desire to smell my own parts. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just looking intently. Like, what, what do you smell, Boyd? Let me know. Um, vanilla. Excellent. Oh, I've been working on that for such a long time. You know, you would be amazed how many nobles would pay to make sure that if they have an accident in public, that at the very least, it provides a pleasant aroma. (laughs) Wow. You laugh, but I kid you not, it's important to them. Image is everything, you know. The problems of rich people. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, yes, well, I suppose you wouldn't have to deal with that. Um, that was ironic, I, I understand. Yes, anyway, let's take a look at this. This yeah. marvelous thing here. <laughs> hmm. The, uh... As he picks it up and starts turning around, oh, oh my, that's very <laughs> detailed. Why don't we have a picture of this? Yeah, I don't know. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> Why don't you have a picture of two naked succubi in compromising positions out of made out of ivory? Yeah. Why, why don't we? Uh, <laughs> he uh, he's he looks at it for a long time. He says, "This is um, well, I certainly can't sell it to the children, but uh, I think there's a clientele that would like this quite nicely." Hmm. He looks at you. You're friends of Triana, so I'm going to dispense with some of the game. And I'll treat you fairly. I would never hear the end of it from her if she felt that I didn't. Uh, 430 gold pieces for this one. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Hang on. Let me recant that, because I'm a terp. Uh, 210 gold pieces for this one. Oh, you said 400. No, I'm saying out of character, I recanted that. No, but you said 400. I know. So, so, Arlen says, you know, I'm I'm kind of fond of it. I'm I'm not sure if I'd want to sell it for anything less than 500. (laughs) My dear girl. There is an art to bartering, but trying to sell an item for more than I could possibly sell it back to someone for is not, um, good. Okay, but I'm sure we could find some place. I mean, what you're offering is, is... Is acceptable. Thank you. No. Weary. Done, done, he says. <laughs> Pointing to <Weary. laughs> What else do you have? So... <sighs> Ireland kind of just shakes her head and then looks back in her bag. Uh... And uh, she's kind of looking at uh, Murray sideways uh, and pulls out the uh, two pound gold Old ingot Shalaxian coat of arms. He looks at it. Oh, well, that's rather boring, but um, 
Well, this is pretty easy. It's just... uh, I feel the weight. He picks it up in his hand. Oh, this is one of those hundred gold pieces. Hundred gold pieces is basically just money transfer. But that's one service we offer here at Timonian's Majestic Bazaar. And every time he says that, he, like, stretches his hand out flourishingly. Right. Hmm. I'm sure I have some interesting things here in my bag. Let's see. What about this uh, fist-sized scrimshaw carving of a kraken with garnets for eyes? Oh. Those are nice little eyes, aren't they? Hmm. Not magical, but fine craftsmanship. Hundred and five gold pieces. Uh, I don't know about that. That seems a little low. I mean, I know the garnets themselves are probably worth more than that. (laughs) Then, my dear, you don't know much about garnets. We can come back to that one. Roll me a diplomacy check. Arlen rolls a 23. Wow. Can I roll an appraise on that uh, one we were just trying, the the crack? Sure. Sure. And Arlen already did as well. Oh, did you? I believe. I got a bad roll anyway. Uh, Yeah, you're not sure. Arlen, you already had uh, appraised it, right? Um, or no. Was that one of the ones you didn't know. That was one of the ones you wouldn't let me appraise. Got it. Yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, but so I know it's... that I have a garnet amulet, and that I've appraised. So I'm just going right, but the that's not for, that. for the garnets. That's more for the amulet. I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah trying I know, I know. to bluff the guy. I, 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 hey, you rolled a nice diplomacy check. Um. Uh, he goes, well, we don't have to go back to that later. Just hang on a second. Hang on. <sighs> I suppose I could give it to Sammy. 120 gold pieces. All right. His birthday is coming up and he does like strange sea creatures. Well, what else? What else? Oh, wait, hang on just one moment. Uh, as you hear, like, a commotion behind you, he stands up, and uh, you hear, like, Mmm! and um, you see Sammy struggling with a breastplate. The breastplate isn't worn by anyone or attached to anything, but it's moving around, and Sammy is has his arms around it in a bear hug, and it's dragging him across the floor. And he's just got this look of, and uh, Tim Ronian's like, no, Sammy, 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 what if I told you about messing with that armor? It's temperamental. <sighs> Sammy, just, and he kind of waves his hands and the armor falls to the floor and he says, just put it back on the stand. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, you were saying. It, so while all this is going on, um, and his back is turned, Arland kind of puts the uh, queen's brooch on the counter. He turns back around, so, and he looks at it, and he goes, 
Oh. Oh, my. Well, he sits down. That is certainly interesting. Are you aware of what this is, young lady? No, we are oh, aware. That's why I can't... Spoiled at every turn. <laughs> we are aware, and we are more interested in what you know about it than what you are willing to pay for it. We intend to return it to its rightful owner. It did not come to us through illegal means. We simply found it. It's and the Arlen's motto just... of a thief. We found it. And Arlen's just giving Murray this the the like just shooting daggers at her with her Mary, eyes. Mary looks head. incredibly unimpressed. Fun fact: she hates haggling, hates it. She would rather be anywhere else. <laughs> Amelia's just quietly sipping her tea. He will. Uh, he'll pick it up and he'll examine it and he'll be like, "Yes, well then, obviously you know this belonged to the queen, Queen Eosa." A uh, new monarch, I might add. Though some people don't seem quite happy about it. It was a present to her from myself, actually. A uh, coronation gift. Uh, I uh, was trying to impress the new queen as she was new to the town and, well, <laughs> hadn't made many friends, shall we say, among the nobles. It appears to have stayed that way. Yes, well. I can so only give her the gifts. Come... I can't uh, make her be friends. Where do you come down on the line of uh, the queen? For or against? <laughs> oh. And he kind of pauses. I can't really say. To be truthful... The Queen has a bad reputation. Perhaps it's deserved, I don't know, but uh, I've never seen her rule before, so I can't really say that I'm willing to judge her before I've been able to see how she acts. Perhaps she was a spoiled brat a few years ago. Perhaps she's changed. People do. Except for Sammy. He doesn't change. (laughs) But I suppose that I would have to wait and see how things play out before I really would come to a conclusion one way or the other. It is uh, the most heinous injustice to judge people unfairly, I think. And <clears throat> Take the show auntie, for example. They walk down the street. They're fairly decent people, once you get to know them, even if they are damnably primitive and refuse to learn civilized manners. But... They are most interesting people, yet they are treated like, well, like pawn scum. For what reason, I ask you? None other than they are different, I suppose. It's just not my style, I suppose. Oh, look at that. You got me talking about politics. If that's the case, we could go on all day. But I believe this was a transaction. No. And, like, uh, Arlen grabs the brooch and puts it back in her bag. 
No, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't mean that was a transaction. I'm not about to buy my own gift back. It would be most inappropriate. I, uh, I suggest that you do exactly what you said. Return it to the rightful owner where it belongs. I was referring to our, our meeting as a whole. Hmm. Um, are you often in the habit of making and giving, making gifts for people? Perhaps maybe you've seen uh, or know the origins of this ring. It's a silver ring, and it says, For Emma, the light of my nights. He'll take a look at it. Well, it is a finely crafted ring, I'll give you that. But unfortunately, I've never touched this before. I mostly... Enchant magical items. I don't typically make the items myself. The brooch is an exception for an exceptional circumstance. Uh, this ring could have been made by any skilled tradesman. And as far as the inscription, unfortunately, I don't know an Emma. Amelia will speak up and um, say, oh, perhaps you could point us in the direction of Someone who is a, a craftsman of that level, maybe someone with a, a wider um, connections. Ah, I see. You're trying to find the owner of this ring. Noble yes. cause. Unless you're trying to extort them, and then I don't suppose it's that noble at all. You're not trying to extort them, are you? Uh, no, no. Well, then a noble cause, indeed. Um, might be a little difficult, though. This is Corvosa. I can think of no less than 12 craftsmen that would be capable of this kind of thing. But if you are so inclined, may I suggest a gold market? There's many people there that, uh, maybe you'll get lucky. Yes, all right. Thank you. And there... Amelia goes back to her tea. He kind of muses as he looks at it and goes, though, thinking on this description, the wording, it's very curious, you see. The light in my nights. Now, anyone who's in a uh, long-term romantic relationship where, or is a close family tie, as many of these tend to be, uh, would be around them during the day and the night and well, they would say they're the light of my life or the light of my heart or something of that nature. The fact that they specifically state the nights makes me think, well, honestly, it might be a gift to a prostitute or some other illicit affair. Hmm. Or maybe Either a vampire. Way, I don't know. Either way, I'd rather not sell it if we could find its rightful owner. Yes, do be careful if it's vampires, though. Nasty business. So, uh, just speaking out of character, do you want us to continue? Is there no, anything no, no, else anybody wants to... Just, uh, like, tell me what you want to sell, and then we'll... Uh, I'll give you, like, a basic um, price. Okay. And we'll go ahead and take your diplomacy check that you already did. That'll factor into it because I'm not going to make you roll again. Okay. 
Roll 36 times and average it. Uh, no, thank you. Um, we have the Garnet Amulet. The Darkwood Coffer Cigar Case with Jade. The, uh, Miniature Golden Crown. The, uh, Abalon Shell Holy Symbol. Okay. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. Then the, uh, weapons and armor. Yeah, let me look at this real quick. Oh, yes, okay, that one. Um, bu- 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 and which weapons and armor? Uh, the, um, Masterwork cookery studded leather flail and composite bow, and the masterwork shirkin. Correct, people. And the uh, and the scale mail since I'm not using it anymore. Scale mail. All right. Uh, for those, since those are a bit, um, hang on, give me a second. I'll look up masterwork items real quick. Da, 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 da. I mean, we could also do this. We we could do that part. Uh, well, it actually, it won't take me very long. At okay. All. Give me a moment. I just gotta look up um, how much masterwork adds to the price of an item. I will let you know, sweet. I'm really starting to fade. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. No, no, we're probably gonna end at, at the end of this. So. Okay. Um, you can't lay down. If you lay down, you fall asleep. I know, but my head is like so. Okay, got it. Um, so, um, just to let you know, basically, um, I'll, I'll let you know the masterwork ones. Um, typically speaking, uh, a masterwork item. If you say, for example, you wanted to buy a masterwork weapon, it would be the price of the weapon plus three hundred gold. And when you sell, on average, you can get about half what you would pay for it. So give me a second here. The Masterwork Shuriken, the Masterwork Kukuri, not the dagger. Um, no. Are you looking at the updated list? Hang on. No, I'm looking at my list, a different okay. list. Yeah, look at our group list. All right, give me a sec. Okay. Um so okay, you can so see everything on there. Masterwork, yeah. Shuriken, Kukri, Studded Leather Flail. Got it. Okay. Um, the the Studded Leather Flail and composite and all the scale and all that stuff, I'll, I'll handle out of session, but I'll let you know yeah. uh, for the Masterwork stuff and the other stuff you mentioned. He's willing to offer you 833 gold pieces. Uh, that's not including what you already haggled for. Sure. I mean, if you guys are okay with that. Yep. I'm sort of not very happy with this guy right now. It's actually, you did a lot better than, than that's a lot. That's better than half their values because you rolled really well. 
that wasn't my point. As soon as you started yeah. talking about the Shuanti, like I, I yep. was ready to walk out. I understand. Um, and w- once you, uh, you, you trade the transaction, he goes, now that was enjoyable. Tell me something. You're brave young people, right? Uh, are you interested in, um, well, of course, any of my wares, but, um, special, uh, shall we say arrangement that could get you a discount on my goods and services? Sure. Excellent. I see. I am a tinkerer. I love to uh, make new items, and 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 they are what some might consider experimental. They need field testing. That's it. They need field testing. So whenever individuals such as yourselves that might find themselves in dangerous situations from time to time uh, come by. I, I always uh, measure them up, and I like the uh, I like the cut of your jib. So, I'm curious if you wouldn't mind testing out some of my devices. They should be very useful, I hope. And uh, in return uh, for using them and uh, giving me detailed feedback on how they perform, I am willing to give you a 10% discount on anything bought at uh, Timronian's Majestic Bazaar. Are any of the devices you're asking us to test dangerous to the wielder? (laughs) No, no, of course not. I mean, I, I certainly hope not. No. They shouldn't be. No, not at all. I see no reason why not. Excellent, excellent. Well, I, uh, I'm a bit unprepared this time. Perhaps next time you come by I'll have more. But I do have two things that I, I need someone to test for me. And he uh, places down two items. One's a potion and one's a wand. And he says... This potion is uh, like a healing potion, but I've messed with the formula a little bit to try and give it a little extra kick uh, without increasing the cost. That's that's the genius part of it. Um, it should work just fine. And he'll hand that like over, and then he'll pick up the wand. He'll say, it's only got one charge on it because, well, it's a test, of course. But um, I'm trying to see if I can increase the magnitude of the spell uh, without increasing the amount of effort to uh, craft it. I think I've done a pretty fine job. Uh, This wand has exactly one charge of uh, of he kind of pauses for a second looking at it and like he keeps pointing to it like he's trying to remember what it is and he goes "Um, oh what did I put in there? Oh, yes. Uh, Acid arrow. It should have quite a kick. So you just take these items, keep them on your person. There's no rush. There's no rush. And if you ever find yourself in need of uh, such things, think of uh, Timonian and uh, use them. Then come back, give me feedback on it. Uh, Please, please, honest feedback. I, I can accept criticism. 
And as I said, in return, you get useful items from time to time and a discount on my store. Very well. We have an agreement. Excellent, excellent. Well, tell Triana I said hi and she should come visit sometime. I will do so. Thank you for your business. You as well, you as well. Have a pleasant day. Uh, Mary will get up and leave. Okay. Yep. Assuming the rest of the ducklings in tow. Yep. And we can go ahead and end the session there as you guys uh, leave Timronian Fragunius Zenithar III's Majestic Bazaar and make your way towards Castle Corvosa. Well, that is all we have for today, but do not fear. For the next two weeks or so, give or take, you're going to be getting uh, episodes, full-length sessions every few days to uh, sate your appetite. I really hope you guys are enjoying this. I hope that you're loving our campaign. We are loving our campaign. There's some really big things in store that I think you're really going to enjoy. Um, we also ask you guys to be patient with us as we try out this new process where we just release the episodes and the sessions. We think that you'll enjoy this a lot more than two months of nothing <laughs> i promise um but yeah we are all very dedicated we we all love how much you guys really like this series and we want to be sure that you can get it so with that said i'm gonna sign off for now and we'll see you guys in the next episode of curse of the crimson throne <laughs>